deep in the heart of Texas beats a different kind of pulse. A spirit untamed. A swagger that can't be denied. Where big meets bold meets badass. This is outlaw country inside the lines. This is hell on wheels between hash marks. This is their home on the range. The Dallas Renegades, raising hell. February 2020. All right, episode 128 of Tell Me Where to Turn. What it promises promises to be a very explosive okay? episode. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm distracted. I have new uh, new digs here and new settings here in the house. We've relocated some stuff. And uh, I'm trying to figure out which game on MLB Extra Innings I'm going to watch while we do the podcast. Did uh, did you move? Did not, not tell move. anybody? Did you have to? Did the economy force you to downsize? No, I. Uh, we relocated computer and stuff from a back room to a front room. So many rooms. <laughs> now and I don't. Moved, uh, I, I took over the. Uh, kids playroom and the kids playroom moved across the little hallway here and so a little we're reconfiguring things a little bit here i don't want to get too personal here but um is the reason you had to move the computer out of the back room and into the main room the same reason that couples get joint email addresses <laughs> no no, it is, it is definitely not. The only concern is that um, uh, where I'm at is right next to my kid's room. So I'm thinking within the next five minutes, he's going to come walking in here, rubbing his eyes, being like, dude, I can't sleep because <laughs> I hear your dumb voice. Will you please stop talking? So, so for one, he has something in common with the audience. And two, this is kind of an experiment to see how this works. Glenn was since he was the one member of the this trio that didn't make a major move to a different city. He just had to rearrange his house, like he had to join in this podcast. Always moving. Yeah. So how were how, how were the movers getting your stuff into the other room? Did they break anything? Boy, she did a great job. <laughs> this is phenomenal. Did you give her the tip? I mean, a tip. <laughs> Sorry, I misspoke. <laughs> Well, you won't be surprised. It's a bigger tip than what you're handing out. <laughs> so anyway. Hey, how do you uh, find this show on Twitter? That's what I want to know. Uh, you can find the show at Where to Turn Pod. You can find me at Glenn 3 underscore 11. If you enjoy what you're hearing right now and you'd like even more of it, you can find me at Tommy 2 underscore 0. And you can find me detailing all my near-death experiences at pointbreak underscore Dave. And you can email us at wordeturnpod at gmail.com. I'm currently checking to see 
if we have received any emails, and this is pretty much an inevitable no, <laughs> and I'm trying to get it to pull up on my phone, but I had three items to kick us off. Wow. Whoa. A threesome. Okay. So I'm going to give you uh, the choice here. Now, this isn't going to be... We're not going to break down wrestling by any means, okay? But here, here are your choices. So get your hands uh, off that 30-second skip button. We're not breaking yeah. down wrestling. Your choices are marriage, the WWE, or the XFL. Which one do you want to start with? We're doing all three. Oh, we're doing all three? Okay, because yeah. if, if I had to choose between those three, it would be WWE. But uh, since we're doing all three... I don't know. Maybe start with football. All right. So you can hit the music. Let's take a trip over to Glenn's tool shed. <laughs> Remember when that was a thing? Yeah, it still is. And uh, the XFL revealed all the team names and logos this week. Are you aware of this? I well, did. I, w I am aware of it uh, because, well, two reasons. One is Stoops, and then two is the WWE actually tweeted it today. Yeah, okay. I got an email about it. All 30 of those teams and their major markets. So what I have here are the official Glenn 3 underscore 11 rankings of uh, each team based on their team name, their logo, and their team colors. It's a combo of, of, of all of them. So you're back to ranking people based on color again. I see. Yes. I am. Thought we had to talk about this. We're gonna go eight to one here, okay? Eight obviously being the worst. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. Number eight. The Seattle Dragons. Big thumbs that, down. Hold on, that's that's number eight for you. That's number eight. Oh, there's Seattle one Dragons. worse than that. Hold on. This is you can have your list on your own show. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> After after this, we're gonna climb the fence. Oh, never mind. Outside of Glenn's tool shed, <laughs> come over to Dave's tool shed. So number eight, the Seattle Dragons. I just picture this as being Vince was in the room, and he's like, "Hey, isn't there isn't there some show about dragons? Everybody's into dead gum pal. People love that stuff. Gotta have a team with dragons, <laughs> and that's why they chose that." Also, the logo is pretty weak. It's very dragon generic. Team it's colors not, appear it's not to be. Not a picture of Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> no. And team colors appear to be blue, green, and orange. These uniforms are going to be terrible. Yeah, that, that's not a, a very good color palette. There's already been a uh, Barcelona Dragons in the World League. Dragons have been done before last place. Number seven. The Los Angeles Wildcats. That was my eight. Okay. Only because Seattle's colors are so bad did Los Angeles finish in seventh. What are we doing naming? A, they picked the most common mascot in all of American sports for yeah. a team. Abilene Every, Christian University, Wildcats. There's like 700 high schools in Texas alone with Wildcats as their mascot. Well, maybe there was an easier to buy equipment. They didn't have to get it customized. That was already on the shelf stock. They just went down to Cardinals and bought all the helmets. <laughs> so 
The most disappointing thing is the logo and the team colors, which is kind of a, you know, shade of red and a shade of gold, I think. I really dig the color scheme, and I really like the logo. But the name Wildcats just nixes everything else. So number seven, Los Angeles Wildcats. Number six, the DC Defenders. One, I don't even understand the mascot. Well, <laughs> d- you should know defense wins championships. What so we, why would you want to name your championship caliber team after the thing that wins them? So uh, the colors are very safe, very stock. It's basically just red and white. Yeah, I'm not sure Classic. what you're defending. Uh, the logo looks like a kind of a generic soccer shield. It's not terrible, but there's just nothing to it. I felt a Number lot five. of the logos had a soccer vibe to them. I, I'm o- I'm okay with that. Well, but, yeah, because you, you like know, that soccer. Was a big markdown. Um, Number five, the New York Guardians. So we have Defenders and Guardians. Yes. So I kind of dig the name Guardians for some reason. I kind of like that. It's not bad. It's it's, not bad. it's this is the one when they announced the teams. I think this one was probably in that is this going to be last or next to last? But then I thought about it more and I was like, you know what? I kind of like that. Uh, potential for good uniforms. You got kind of a black and silver with a little red trim there. So I think that could work. Um, this comes in at number five. Number four, our hometown Dallas Renegades. I'm good with the name. I was actually hoping for either Outlaws or Renegades when this was about to come out. So clearly my house is uh, being bugged by the McMahon family. Well, I was going to say, as a season ticket holder, I'm sure you were in the focus group. Uh, just on the outskirts. Um, the package I, Glenn bought, I think he got to name the team. <laughs> so I think this was a very safe play. You're going with basically like black and blue colors, easy to sell merchandise, not too far outside the box. That's why it's ranked pretty much right in the middle. Number three, the St. Louis Battlehawks. <laughs> so when I was watching the announcements during a conference call at work, <laughs> when, when this one streamed on my phone, I laughed out loud initially <laughs> at the name Battlehawks. But then I was like, you know what? That's kind of a brave step. That's... I like this style. Blue and silver the, colors. The logo <laughs> the logo kind of looks like a big dong if you look <laughs> at it from the right angle. I'm okay with this. So did we Google to find out what a battle hawk is? No idea whatsoever. Did Stock and the Atlanta Hawks immediately follow? I feel like they got out Whataburgered. Well, and there used to be, I think, the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, yeah, the Atlanta Hawks were once in St. Louis. So the fact that they use that is kind of cheap, but well, I don't know. Battle Hawk sounds like something that Michael Vick was arrested for. <laughs> hmm. I think those were rape stands, but I don't think that would have gone so over as well. I'm guessing that's going to be number two or number one. <laughs> number two, I was really hopeful they would name them the Crosswalks, but the Houston Roughnecks. Why didn't Great they just name, name them the, the Oilers? <laughs> they did basically rip off the logo. I know. I know. I wish it's, they had. It still looks good. Red, white, and blue colors. You know, 
hand over the heart the whole time you're watching them. Um, I really dig the name Roughnecks. I think that's great. But not number one. Number one, the Tampa Bay Vipers. So many RKOs. Yes. And especially, I've seen the logo in two different. You've got the... They got a... The Vipers have a great V in their logo. <laughs> big fan of that. Yeah, you're a big fan of the V. I am. But it, the only caveat here is one I saw, the V is, you know, it's green with like, um, it's like a green and yellow kind of combo. Need a, there's but, a doctor you probably need to see if that's the case. <laughs> but one. Gynecologist. One example has like a bright yellow background. So if their colors are green and bright yellow, they're immediately going to fall about five slots on this list. But the other one I saw has the green with the black background. So if uh, we're throwing out black jerseys with that green Viper logo, number one all the way, Tampa has a team. WrestleMania is in Tampa in April. Tampa's number one. RKO's for everybody. <laughs> Randy Orton is about to get a real big push, too. Like, could you, see, could you see them tricking up the league by, <laughs> like, it's the playoffs and the opposing, the team, the battle hawks are, like, at midfield and the shotgun <laughs> on third and 12 late in the fourth quarter. And all of a sudden, the, the camera pans over, and here comes Randy Orton just RKOing Landry Jones. <laughs> what if uh, it's, like, the division championship game and Stoops is walking up for an interview, but then, like, a large piece of scaffolding falls and the next week there's a guy under a sheet that they think is the guy that did it. Okay. We can't, can't break that down too much. Oh, sorry. We have too many. Yeah. Sorry. Ahead here. I, sorry. I listeners. will say this though. There is rumors that everything we love is going to collide and make a baby known as, XFL DraftKings contest. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what to say. So, Man. just a rumor, but if that happens... Why do you have a throw pillow in your lap? Could you imagine week one as I'm at row two at Globe Life Field with about... with triple figures and XFL DraftKings entries just flying as I'm watching... Stoops and the Renegades. Beer. What a world. What a great day. So speaking of uh, baby making, we also have a marriage announcement that I discovered today. Yes, Larry King is getting divorced. It's crazy. <laughs> That's uh, Dave's most hated person on earth, Seth Rollins, is engaged to Dave's person that he follows to the bathroom frequently, <laughs> Becky Lynch. Yes, yes, yes. CrossFit Jesus is getting married. <laughs> I, I man, it it can't last because we know how repetitive, uncreative, and boring Seth Rollins matches are. I mean, just think about other things in their life that will quickly lose any excitement. You think she's gonna mention you've you've kind of pulled the falcon arrow like nine of the last ten times? It's not doing it anymore. 
Where's Samoa Joe? <laughs> Samoa wow. Joe and a lemon. If I could get Samoa Joe breaking up that marriage in the sports book, <laughs> that's a three-figure bet that's getting made right now. But also, congratulations to them, of course. Yes. So, and yes, the they... Go, uh, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I we, just said, we, just in case you have no idea what we're talking about, WWE Men's Universal Champion Seth Rollins has gotten engaged to overrated WWE Women's Champion Becky Lynch. And um, if things go well in the marriage, they're able to consummate it, perhaps because the 24-7 title is not in play, so they can consummate the marriage. They will one day create a baby who will bore everyone to death every time they open their mouth and the more words they say the less the crowd will be interested in them yes and we'll still be getting a unreasonably long push in the championship picture regardless but all that said we wish them the best and remember to always date your spouse so the last thing here in the tool shed, did you guys see where the WWE is about to form their own podcast network? I saw this right before we started recording tonight. I'm already laying the groundwork to see if just perhaps they need a faith-based podcast. <laughs> where do we send the application? This could be the boost that we've been waiting for. This could be the thing that we've done 128 episodes. It's all been culminating to this. I agree. I'll have to delete that last part where we criticize their two top stars, but <laughs> well, it's not really we. It was really just one of us. Yes, Point Break Dave that follows people <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> knows all knows all the Raw Women's Champions bathroom habits. What what I think, and I they would never do this, but what I think would be hilarious is if they did the entire podcast network, but it was completely one hundred percent in storyline. <laughs> So like every show and every whatever where they discussed what was going on, it was all under the guise that they believed that everything was totally legitimate. The problem with that, though, is like, you know, they have like Rollins or <clears throat> Reigns or something. I mean, their shows would have to be five minutes long to be interesting. I mean, we could give we could give Ricochet like a. 12 hour show like at least but, a 12 inch i mean 12 hour yeah. show man i don't know let's not get too delve too deeply into that yeah because i'm not just sure ricochet's real good on the mic quick it no it was a it was a different line of humor oh okay yeah he's, he's not good on the mic <laughs> he's got no, distracted he's by not. what game did you choose i hope it was houston because uh it's, it's a blackout Oh, that's right. You're in a state that, um, because your old pal here needs Garrett Cole to go ahead and go all nine tonight. Well, I'm currently watching to see if Atlanta can walk it off against the Marlins. I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, we've had enough live sports updates. Speaking of live updates, guys, we've got more trouble in the bathroom at work. And today, oh, Lord, today things got amped up to a level that even I wasn't prepared for. So I, uh, I walked in there this morning, and I noticed that there was a 
pretty significant amount of what we'll call spackling or splattering on the wall behind the toilet. So if you can imagine this, I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around how that could happen. Because really the only way you could get it there would be to like bend over and grab your ankles and then let fly. But nobody gets in that position when they're getting on the toilet. Right? Because we're trying to come up with a scenario because obviously somebody was having a horrible time and they splattered, spackled the entire back wall behind the toilet. But it's, it's like, well, obviously they're, they're urgent, they're running in there. But then how do you get in a position where that's, that's where you deliver the misaimed blow? Like, well, whoa. <laughs> like how do you arc it like that? Well, yeah, because if you think about your, your, you're having an issue colon spasticity I'm with you you're running into the Whataburger bathroom <laughs> how do you end up in a position where you're spraying beyond the toilet and above the bowl on the wall like the, how do you get your body in a position where you that's what happens because it what feels like if things blew up like from underneath so if you're sitting and then it blows back on you it wouldn't it wouldn't go there is this the same bathroom that had the other incident? It was, yes. So, likely the same person? We think that it has to be the same person, but we also think that wh- whoever it was, there's no way they could have gotten out of this without having to change all their clothes. Because again, to do the damage in the position it was, I don't think that can be done without getting some on yourself. So we're trying to figure out who was absent from work the rest of the day. Hmm. So seriously, the original story you told was three, four weeks ago? Yeah, and somebody blood splattered the toilet. So how is this person still alive? (laughs) Is there any chance this person has like some sort of cancer and this is uh, the source of the splatter is not from... It's more from, let's say, an entrance as opposed to an exit. Should we be praying for this person? I don't even... I, I'm having a hard time even processing. Are you talking about like a colostomy bag? No, like they're spitting up blood. Oh, but this was not blood today. This was this was something that should never come out of the mouth unless there was a human centipede type situation <laughs> going on. <laughs> we Have you guys ever seen that movie? No. We really need to watch that. No, we don't it. need to watch that. We're fine. Things are going. What's going on at your place of work? Could they be experimenting? <laughs> so the uh, the person at, in my office who keeps me apprised of the goings on in the bathroom intentionally waited until the you know every other hour cleaning crew comes by, and he just kind of stands in the hallway. The lady walks in, you know, with her gloves on. She's in there for about three minutes comes back out with a disgusted look on her face, takes off her gloves, throws them down in the cart, puts on a new pair of gloves, and goes back in. Mm. That's uh, yeah, how bad that's it was. Blood. I had to focus on the picture you sent. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not blood. That is not blood. It's more like uh, mud than blood. So do you need to... Oh, and it's smeared in some places. We <laughs> think the person tried to clean it off and then realized it wasn't happening and then panicked and left. That's that's the theory. Ugh. Is that, that that happened, and then their first thought is, oh my gosh, I've got to clean this up. Then they tried, they realize it's not oh, happening. God. 
And then oh, hopefully yeah, they went to the close. nearest freestanding emergency room. But So we're recording on Thursday. This episode will drop tomorrow. I'm assuming on Friday, Tommy, as he does every Friday, will go out for some sort of high-end dinner. Oh, I've already got my reservations made. Thank you very much. We're going to the Red Pony tomorrow night. Fantastic. 7.15. So at some point in your meal, excuse yourself to the restroom. <laughs> ask the nice bathroom attendant if they would like to earn some money during the week and then have them monitor that bathroom for one whole week and uh, identify And then the immediately fire that person or promote that person? <laughs> no, and then I'm they just... Can they have that the disgusted look from the Mojo Raleigh story as they walk out? <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's taking his shit. Uh, the Braves have walked it off. Ronald Acuna with the... Ah, uh, uh, yes. Two out, bottom of the ninth base hit to win it. So, go Braves. Now we're going to we're gonna switch to A's and Orioles... Or Rays and Orioles, I think. It was in a weather delay. I'll keep you updated on that as well. Oh, good. Well, we're... We're glad to have you back joining the show. Well, I can tell you that tonight's DraftKings entries have at least four and maybe five Tampa Bay bats in each one. Ooh. So we really so need this game. <laughs> we really need that thing game, to get off of a rain delay, is what you're saying. Yes, it's still on weather delay, which is not promising. Well, right. the the Cleveland New York weather delay is impacting me too, so I stand in solidarity. Point Break, Dave. Yes, sir. This is the part of the show where I believe you are going to enlighten us with some cultural things that have happened to you in the man liberal stronghold that is Austin, Texas. That is the capital of our state. So I believe, Glenn, you have recently done the uh, camp out, right, with Cub Scouts? Uh, I did in the in the spring. I did that. Yes. Is that a, a one night or a two night? It's a two nighter. Okay. So if you're going two nights, and I'm sure at the uh, campgrounds you probably saw some other people that were doing more than one night, where they yes. have the tent, they got the little chairs, they're they're set up for the yeah. long haul. Imagine that setup, but under every underpass in the <laughs> entire city. And that's Austin. And you, I'm talking about big tents, <laughs> chairs, like. Do you think those coolers. people are going for more than two nights? They, I believe so, because I've seen them for the three weeks I've been down here, yeah. and it's like in it. I'm multiple tents, like full oh. communities. Oh, I thought you were talking about they just like added on. They, they were like, you know, no. we could really use an extra bedroom and they called the property brothers and set up another tent and somehow integrated them. Do they have a TV or anything? They, they very well may have. So had a, is that the liberal nature of the city coming out is that they're, they're not uh, as stringent with policies involving that because no, I, I have not seen any police or authority figures hassling any of them. And this is near where you live. This is everywhere. It's, it's, well, I'll tell you this. This is not like where I live. (laughs) There's other forces in play that 
keep the neighborhood up to oh, a standard boy. we're all accustomed to. Private okay. security. But Everybody outside, looks like a cracker. outside of that, yeah. So apparently the uh, liberal policies here are don't hassle them, but we're also not going to do anything to actually help any of them. Well, that was I the mean, they've built all with. these bridges, which provide great amounts <laughs> of shade at tremendous expense to the city. There you go. Just homes that we travel on. <laughs> so hypothetically, uh-huh. if you just went to Dick's Sporting Goods and bought like a really big tent and just went under there and set one up, is there some kind of a hierarchy? Like, do you have to get on a list to get property under there or could you just find a spot and pitch your proverbial tent? No, I think there, I think there's definitely, uh, there's some corner sort of prison style yeah. hierarchy system that you, you can't just set up on in under any bread bridge and work any, uh, median for, for panhandling. You gotta know your role if you will. Yeah, I think if you don't walk three tents down and just beat the crap out of whoever's in it, then you're not going to make it in Tent City. I had a storage unit one time. Okay, all right. And uh, I was uh, driving in there to drop off some stuff, and there was a guy, which I think he was actually... I don't think he was homeless. I think he was just avoiding the person who lived with him for free. <laughs> he was sitting in his storage unit. I noticed he was just sitting in a chair, just facing what was in the storage unit. And as I drove by, there was a TV set up, and he was just watching an episode of Friends. <laughs> like just leaning back in a chair with a drink, just hanging out. Hey, we've all had moments where, like, if I had a storage locker, I'd go hang out there for a little while. It's technically illegal to live in one of those, right? You can get in trouble for that. Yeah. Because they're only, I I haven't ever had one, but they're like, what, a few hundred bucks a month? Yeah. Depends how big it is, but yeah. So if the guy has a TV and a chair and the thing is somewhat climate controlled, that may be kind of a genius uh, way to save money. There's a dude that lived in a, like the, back of like a box truck like a u-haul truck that worked for google <laughs> oh that sounds very google no like the dude was he's was probably smarter than a lot of kids like came out with a bunch of student debt but got a job at google and obviously their campus this is like the the mountain view campus the real campus in california and you know they have meals and showers and everything and he just parked it in the parking lot and had a little air mattress and lived in it and go spend all day inside. You're right, because that's a place where they feed you all your meals and provide yeah. showers. So you really don't need really don't need for anything except I guess to get out of there when they're when they're not open overnight. You got all that stuff and uh crazy hot high, you know, housing prices. You may have been onto something. Could have been yeah. it could be my fail safe if things don't work <clears throat> out here in the next few months. So, so how liberal is Austin? So is it true that um, it's so liberal that you, you do have to take the front door off your house and just any any <laughs> immigrant whatsoever gets to come in? That's how it works, right? I believe that's how it works. Okay. That's what I see on, on the internet. Are people sensitive it works. about pronouns there? 
Have well, you run into a, that? I tell you guys, I got an email the other day, and in the email signature, it was from a client that her name was her name was Jessica, and then no. in the email signature it says her, she, oh yeah, like all the pronouns. I hadn't come across that yet. I was like, so huh. One of one of our clients is Planned Parenthood. Just withhold your your opinions. We're we're an extremely pro-abortion company, <laughs> but uh, I anytime I either receive or am included on some kind of an email chain that's that's with their company, the people, the folks that work there, the he, him, she, her, I, we, what that's always included in there. It's I've just, never seen this. It's just before. standard policy, best practices. I've never Clearly. seen this before. Of course, I, I I live in a state that um still has the stars and bars flying all over the place. So it's not surprising that I haven't seen this yet. Yeah, their best practices are mainly pronouns and fetal sacrifice. That's that's what they promote to the masses. Interesting. That's the, the niche they've carved out for themselves. Ooh, poor choice of words. Well, yeah, I don't, indeed. I'm not a doctor, okay? So you guys want to hear more stories from Austin? Of course. I don't have anything else. <laughs> How much can be... you need to break down the secondary for the defenders? <laughs> this segment is going to be called What's Going On in Austin? <laughs> Dave's so Tool Shed. We had um, start of school. All right. So last, actually a week from today, like so last Thursday, um, school started. So obviously we move, so we have to go do all the sign up, um, then the standard meet the teacher and that stuff. So we're getting first, this elementary school is crazy. 1300 kids in the elementary school. Wow. It's massive. Wow. <clears throat> but we're, uh, we're in line and inside the library, like huge line to get, photo IDs for all the kids. So, um, you know, just people everywhere. You're all kind of standing close together. And I bet we've all been in a public setting when the Amber alert has gone off. Uh, yes. It's always kind of interesting because everyone's jarring. phone buzzes. Yeah, very jarring. So everyone's standing in line. You're just nothing to do. So everyone has their phone out. And then you start hearing the kind of chain reaction of phones going off. Except for one man who apparently was the horrible person that turns off Amber alert notifications. So you can quickly pinpoint. Whoa, the one do I see a hand going up in this podcast? Yeah, so when Amber alerts go off in this household. There's one iPhone that blares to the masses, and there's one that just gets a silent gray notification that pops up. Well, in this situation, there was the one person that clearly everyone around could tell their phone did not buzz. And that person <laughs> was me. Oh, yes. no. You got, what is wrong the, with you guys? We're well, talking about the terrible kids. part. Here's the terrible part. I didn't turn it off. Like, I'm looking around like, why didn't my phone buzz? And then 
seven minutes later, as we're out of that room, it buzzes and tells me. Ah. So I wasn't the horrible person, but everyone yes. thought I was. Part of the B team. Yes. I understand. I always have my phone with me, so I'm going to I'm gonna see it. And what are the odds that it's going to be my area, <laughs> all that? I mean, Texas is a big state, okay? Wow. That's Glenn not wanting to help people. <laughs> so last, uh, last Austin story. So we're meeting the, meet the teacher. So you're in the, um, room, like, you know, this was for my kindergartner. So you're in there with her teacher, all the other parents, um, it was awesome because we got to watch the teacher read word for word off a PowerPoint slide for 20 minutes. So that was awesome. Do you like go up to her and be like, look, I'm in business and um, you're really not going to get real far in this world if you don't learn how to present a little better. Nobody wants to sit here and watch you read a slide. They want to hear your thoughts, your your yeah, take. We, we know how to read. We understand who you're teaching, <laughs> that yeah. they're still learning. Why don't you put your own spin on this, okay? Right. Did you call her like sugar? That's, they like that. <laughs> I just said, yeah, you know, presentation didn't really do it for me. One and a half stars. It's never gonna be a main event. If you'd have um, done, if you'd have done it in Tokyo, three stars. <laughs> so, afterwards, um, kind of sitting there, and it, there's like me and one other dad that are just kind of like by ourselves and I feel the need like we're just standing there in close proximity with no one else around I feel the need to engage this gentleman in conversation right which he doesn't appreciate because he didn't come there to talk to you no he was he was a very friendly gentleman but to to paint the picture here um just looking at our appearances Okay. We didn't have a lot in common, you could say. Okay. Okay. Now, if I started telling him that I actually really like Jinder Mahal's theme song, <laughs> maybe we would have suddenly had a lot more in common. If you told him you were like, look, the Coloss is the most protected move in WWE. So now we're all on the same page. All right, so well, I'm I'm surprised that he was standing there waiting. I would have figured he would have cut to the front of the line. <laughs> oh, go ahead and take a minute while Tommy signs the screen, and <laughs> we'll move on. Um, How many computers was he repairing <laughs> during the Meet the Teacher? So, I start I start talking to him, and you know, introduce ourselves, and. He tells me his name. I try to repeat it back. And I mean, it was like the Cleo McDalia <laughs> doll trying to say alien. <laughs> hey, alien. I live out that scene um, and never like couldn't get it right. Like the fourth time he corrected me, I was just like, oh, yeah, I, I Wait, got it. You, he got corrected it you on the repeat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course he did, because he thinks he's smarter than you. That's right. Sorry. Makes perfect sense, actually. So that was 
the day before school started, right? They do a little information thing. Okay. And then we went back Tuesday of this week for like the class. That was when the teacher read the PowerPoint to us. I got, and we end up beside each other again. And I'm just going to ignore it, right? Like I'm not going down that road again. No, that's when you just and, call him brother. And he comes up and he was like, you know, oh, hey, you know, whatever. Good to Wait, see you what's again. What's that he's accent like, you're doing there? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> Remind me of your name again. And I was like, oh, you know, it's Dave. And he's like, I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, now I'm in the verbal corner of now I either have to ask him his name again and go through the whole thing or just take a shot at it. Tell I didn't remember, so oh, I couldn't I take a shot. I was like, remind oh. me of yours. And he said it, and then we did the Cleo McDowell for the, for the second time. Nice. Building so bridges. Clearly, Clearly, I'm writing all wrongs and mending fences here in uh, here in Austin. You're doing great. What about the uh, what about the church search? How's this How's this going? And are at every uh, locale? Are you reminding them of? Please don't schedule any events around the the WWE schedule, particularly pay per views. <laughs> Did I tell that story last time? Mentioned that you were like. Well, it's not tonight. It's SummerSlam's tonight. <laughs> I thought that was good. The guy was very confused. No, we uh, we actually the we've been here. I think we've been here three Sundays, but one of them I had my parents in town, and we did not visit a church that Sunday. So I've only been to two, but both of them were. And it, it's also extra weird because you have kids, right? So you have to like go and figure out how to sign them into yeah. childcare. Well, let me stop you. Diff- let me stop you right there. I have an announcement to make on the show. Oh. If either of you gentlemen want to visit Franklin, Tennessee, and bring your kids to church, you may be helped registering them in for childcare if you're a first-time visitor by Tommy and Mrs. Tommy. <laughs> Yes. We have gotten the t-shirts and we have passed the training and we are now volunteers Man, helping at the, the check-in back- desk. Background checks and everything. We have passed the background check. All right, Dave, you may continue because now that I have outed myself as an expert in this case, I will now critique whatever happens from here on out. But here's the thing about that is once, because you have to leave you know, phone number in case something happens and all that, email address. Yes, I've been told it's important to get the home address as well. You are now in the system. You are in Fellowship One or whatever they use to... Yes. It's basically the church version of Salesforce. Yes. (laughs) Because we visited, like I said, we've tried two different churches the larger of the two whose marketing is a little more uh, up-to-date, I guess, a little more streamlined. We are already getting information about children's choir camps. Ah, and you've been targeted. Every, every event possible. And we went one time. Well, they, one time. They want you to feel like you're part of the community. And then it's also the weird thing where as we know, 
if a church has two services by default or by design, there is one that skews older and more traditional, and there's one that skews younger. And when you just see you're just showing up at a church and you don't know which one you're about to walk into, that's always kind of weird because you walk in and everyone's 80 and you're like, uh, pick the wrong one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're still searching. We're not sure if one of those those two is going to be the uh, the one that gets uh, gets that big Dave tithe at tithe every month. Yes, well, we were in the same boat as you, you know, about eight or nine months ago, and I understand the plight. And we went through all spectrum of churches, including one we went into and we attempted to check into childcare, and we're told, "Sorry, childcare's full." Oh, that Whoa. doesn't work. No room Whoa. at the end, eh? No, this <laughs> was uh, this is what is known as a very popular church. They had four services. A mega church, if you will. Yeah. Um, we went the first Sunday, and uh, several local, uh, or I guess not local, but celebrities in the realm of Christian music and Christian pop culture were there. And maybe... Is this the place where someone who might sing the opening song for Sunday Night Football could be spotted? No, actually, that's the place where I will be checking in oh. visitors. Oh, wow. Wait, wow. Will you check in her child? Well, she's not a visitor. We're close. Oh, okay. So this is not... Okay, no, we, I get we, you. we do the I secret handshake and now. everything. We're good. No, this is, the, uh, this is the church where they had a surprise sermon delivered by one Dave Ramsey because he attends there, unadvertised. Did you find out how to get past his phone screeners? Because I've been trying that for like... <laughs> I have a very <laughs> solid Point Break Dave call if I can ever get through. This show would be better if you could figure out how to get through his phone screeners. His office is not three minutes from this place where I'm sitting right now. We could we could drop by there and try to run the bit in person. Ooh, interesting. Also been so to the look, been to the church where the people are overly friendly. That's a little creepy. I don't like that. Yes. That's called when, a cult. Yeah. When I go for the first time, I really want to check things out on my own terms. I don't need people coming up, inviting me to lunch the first time, trying to get too yeah. personal too quick. I'm not comfortable with that. Did you, uh, in your many uh, checking out churches, did you happen upon one that may have been more focused on the new day? They don't the have to the revival. They don't have any of those in the city, unfortunately. Oh, uh, you have what was the what was the church that we found? When I was up there, the Primitive Baptist. Yes, church? now they do. If you get into the outskirts, the Primitive Baptist Church comes in a big way. I think that's very much. <laughs> I think don't you dare be sour. I was going to off every service. Gonna say, I think the fact that you even have received an email from Planned Parenthood would not even allow you to enter the Primitive Baptist Church. Would be my guess. They're not going to be asking you for your personal pronouns at that place. Okay. Thus, the primitive part. Yes. Wow. Have you ever had the, uh, you visit a church, let's say a couple times, and I don't think many of them do this anymore because this goes back like 15 years for me, 
but you visited a couple times. They've got your information. You know, you've given them your contact info. It's not like they went out and, you know, investigated you. But then the surprise drop in, like there's like two or three people from the church just to drop in and say hi and just at the house. It was actually we were in an apartment, and oh. I got buzzed on like the intercom thing. And then, you know, I'm no doubt shirtless playing like EA Sports college football, listening to Mudvayne, <laughs> and all of a sudden it buzzes, and I'm like, yes, I'm like, oh yeah, it's. This is Jim and Julie from uh, the whatever church. We're just we you and your wife visited. We just wanted to say hi and talk to you about kind of where you are and stuff like that. I mean, I let him in. No, you immediately went with. There is a big rat. <laughs> so I'm the only one that's happened to. Yeah, I, I think that yeah. that's probably not something that would happen nowadays, especially with the whole concealed carry thing. Yeah. Well, that is the same place we visited like twice and then went somewhere else and then came back because we were like, you know, we kind of liked it when we were there, you know, the two times we went. And when we came back, apparently their pastor had left or had been booted from the church and oh, it didn't no. really go, go over very well with much of the congregation. So much to the point that they didn't even use their sanctuary. The entire congregation could just gather like in like a small like fellowship hall area, and they just had some folding chairs out. And I was like, like like I would say three fourths of the people that were there the first time were not there anymore. <laughs> and that was the last time we went as well. We. So, oh, sorry. I was gonna say we also had the experience of visiting a church. So so the first few we went to, I guess you would consider to be the most popular ones in town, the ones that everybody recommends you go to. So, you know, you get there and it's packed, you know, childcare sold out in one occasion. Well, then we kind of went off the beaten path a little bit to a church that I would say is not doing as well. And that's a very interesting experience because again, like Point Break Dave, that is a split service situation and you choose the wrong one. So not only do you stand out as a visitor, you also stand out as maybe not quite in the demo. And that, my friend, will get you a visit to your seat during the welcome from the pastor himself. Just to let you know how wow. glad he is that you're there that Sunday. Because they Indeed. see future, future leaders in you. That was one that we did not make a return visit to. I will say this as someone that, uh, you know, before we moved, we'd been attending the same church for 13 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, they pretty much your name was on a plaque out front of that place. We were we were very much in in leadership. You were in the inner you were in the inner circle of that place that like there wasn't a move that got made at that place without them consulting you before it happened. Yes, that's that's all true. Visiting churches and parking in the uh, guests parking spaces right up front, <laughs> pretty good. Good reason never to join. Yeah, I, I, I have found that they, the places that we went, do that right. They make it real easy to be a guest. You know, it was really funny. Like just out of habit, the first Sunday we were kind of driving through, and I'm so used to you know, driving past those spaces right out front. And then I like looked, I was like, wait, that's for me. 
I get to park there. So um, I've got something I want to share with you guys. This is from the email now that I'm, a, I'm officially in the greeter slash register position. They send out the Sunday happenings email. This is only for people that are volunteering. And they send the tip yeah. of the week. And this tip of the week this week is how to spot a first-time guest. And they've given you six points. Would you like to hear them? Of course. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes. Uh, I'm very open to guesses. They look lost. Whoa. Hey, double meaning. So <laughs> they... <laughs> wow, very well done. They stretch out the concept of they looked lost into about, I would say, four of the five or four of the six points. So some variant of that. All right. So if you have we'll anything sp- anything specific in the they look lost category, that would be a good a good place to focus your guesses. They're unsure of where to go. Yes. Watch for someone who's headed in the wrong direction. Watch for people who slow down in front of the building. Is that the person that at the last minute's like, eh? <laughs> I might. don't necessarily want to get struck by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> they're kind of they're kind of looking at the church. And then over at the knockout sports bar and grill, and then back to the church, and then back at knockouts. This one's very generic. Watch for people who are looking around. (laughs) Just very generic. generic. Watch for people who are really late or really early. Mm, Really early is a tell. Really early is a big tell. Really late is just me. Watch for people that are over or underdressed. Ooh, good. I, I was going to bring that up, like somebody wearing like a metal T-shirt or something. Yeah, or somebody wearing a suit. <laughs> in the last the way, one. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. And this Unless is, you're at the primitive Baptist church, and then it's all suits. And this is the one that Glenn would get outed on immediately. Watch for people who are texting or on their phones a lot. <laughs> So suddenly you're trying to make sure everything's good for that noon kickoff slate. You are going to get confused as a guest. I see. I see how it is. That's what I'm doing every time I'm picking the kids up from childcare at 1145 is just making sure those starters are good for the noons. No, I found a, uh, I found a certain, uh, well, this was actually early on. Um, I got to the point where I had the full staff Wi-Fi available on my phone, even though I wasn't actually a member of the staff. And but. you are underselling how how deep into that place you were. You had access to the staff Wi-Fi. I did. But before that, I found the, uh, the part of the atrium that had the best uh, signal just on your normal AT&T coverage so I could uh, make any last-minute changes. Make sure you had all those matchups right. Yeah. So, what's uh what's on the agenda for next time? It's a good question. I think we're gonna we're trying to stick with uh, specific topics. We'll take suggestions too. How about yeah. we open it up for that? You know what? Maybe why don't you give emails and tweets that give way that too. email address one more time? And I, the only thing I have written down here that David mentioned before was our pet peeves episode. Right. Uh, I would yes. love to do that, but I'd also love to take listener pet peeves either via Twitter or by show email. 
where to turn pod at gmail.com. Give us ideas. We have none. And then I have you, I'll have you know that for the big October surprise that we're working on, flights have been booked for a live recording session at Glenn Studios for Ebola in Dallas <laughs> this October, the five year anniversary. Yes. Looking forward to it. Like I said, well, I'm, I might recreate loose change as best as I can. As best as I can? Is that yeah. a thing? As best I can. Yeah. There you go. And, of course, now that we're getting into football season, we will do some remedial DraftKings updates. We will open the show's private DraftKings League again for selected listeners. Uh, and probably uh, maybe uh, just go through each game of the Cowboys schedule game by game. 